Ah, uh, yes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It's the 27th of April, 2023. Good to be back with you. Big thanks to uh, Maddie for filling the chair yesterday. I hope you're all nice to him, although I'm sure he's talking a lot of AFL. But anyway, all good. He'll be back uh, with me next Wednesday when we have a chat. Good to be back with you, though. Lots to get through this morning. We are broadcasting, as always, through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN. 1620 a.m. on the Gold Coast. Number still the same as always, 1300 01 1170. You can text 0457 736 736. And that's all before breakfast with Vossie and Brandy coming up from 6 a.m. for listeners through SEN 1170 a.m. For our listeners in Queensland, you will take Pat and Heels from 6 a.m. for breakfast. Good to be back, as I say. Thanks to Maddie for yesterday. A lot to get through. We'll talk to Chris Perkins as well in America as we do each and every Thursday morning. Find out what's happening in the United States and a bit more news. We talked about it on Tuesday morning, but a bit more news as well uh, around this Vegas trip that uh, Rugby League is planning to make at the start of next year. So we'll have a chat about that with Chris very, very soon. Uh, EPL, I'll get to that as well because some very important games, one in particular just getting underway. So we'll check those scores in a moment as well, plus plenty of news around. So one 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. It is Thursday morning at two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Now, uh, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Before we get to some of the topics of the day, let us go through uh, some of these EPL games. In particular, the most important one, or they're all important for varying degrees, and we'll wrap it all up with John Gallo tomorrow. But in particular, Man City taking on Arsenal. Top of the table clash. We know five points separate them. It's just got underway. One minute gone. Nil all between Man City and Arsenal. Um, but it's such an important game. We know what Arsenal have done over the past couple of games. They've been dropping points. They almost lost to Southampton on uh, Saturday morning our time. So this is a crucial game uh, for both teams. So it is in Manchester, and it's Manchester, you know, uh, Manchester City and Arsenal nil all. There are some other games going on as well. Nottingham Forest are brighter nil all after 33 minutes. 17 minutes gone between Chelsea and Brentford. It's nil all there. And 17 minutes gone between West Ham and Liverpool. West Ham have got the opening goal. They lead one goal to nil over Liverpool after now 18 minutes of play. So we'll keep an eye on all of that throughout this hour. The breakfast shows will be fully across it as well. Huge game. Man City and Arsenal will keep you up to date with what is happening there. And if you've got any thoughts on who might win that game, or I think John predicted it'll be a draw uh, on the show on on Monday morning. Uh, we'll have a chat with him, as I say, tomorrow, but we'll keep you across that nil all at the moment after just three minutes between Man City and Arsenal. Uh, 1300 01 1170, the open line number. You could text 0457 736 736. Just before we get as well to the news of the day, obviously I wasn't on yesterday, but we were on an Anzac day, which is a great privilege. But um, I just want to say I was out at Allianz Stadium on Tuesday afternoon uh, with 40,000 other people. Well done to everyone involved in the NRL, not just at Allianz, but also down at Melbourne at Amy Park for that Storm Warriors game. Um, I know it was talked about yesterday and obviously on Tuesday as well, but such a special day. And I think what 
the NRL, well, the NRL do a lot of good things, but they do Anzac Day just so well. And to see basically a sold-out crowd at Allianz Stadium on Tuesday afternoon for what turned out to be a very exciting game uh, between the Roosters and the Dragons was great. Um, the pre-match ceremony, everything was handled brilliantly. And everyone, uh, apart from that one per idiot who ran onto the field, everyone seemed to have a good time. Uh, I didn't see any issues around me. Um, and as I said, it was a great game of footy as well. Uh, it was kind of don't know where to put uh, the Roosters still, but the Dragons, I thought, played probably in that second half there, probably the best half or maybe outside of the Dolphins game this year. Uh, so well done to all involved in Anzac Day, and yeah, I'm happy to have a chat with anyone about that if you want to jump on the open line or text 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. But this morning on the show at five and a half past five, we talk about Anzac Day. Well, that round is done, and all of a sudden we're into another round. Uh, it comes around very quickly, especially when there's a match on a Tuesday night uh, or Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday night. So round nine of the NRL getting underway tonight. Um, you'll hear it here on SEN as well. It will be the Cronulla Sharks up against the North Queensland Cowboys, 7.50 p.m. kickoff, playing uh, for the Paul Green medal as well after his sad passing last year. A um, bit like the past couple of Thursdays, got um, a key to price back to give away for the closest scoreline. Now, uh, who's going to win? And it's going to be a really interesting game. This is why I want your predictions. The Sharks, well, they have been playing pretty well um, over the past um, couple of weeks. Their game against the Bulldogs, 50-50, but they still managed to get the win. Whilst the Cowboys, they've been struggling throughout the year, but got a much-needed win against the Newcastle Knights on, uh, on Saturday night. So who wins and why, and what's going to be the score? 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Who wins and why? one 1170 or 0457-736-736. Who wins and what's the score prediction? Score prediction and who wins. You can tell me why as well, but who wins? I am leaning towards the Sharks. I think at home they showed how good they are or can be at home against the Roosters. I think they should be able to get the job done over the Cowboys. But your thoughts? Score prediction? And who's going to win? 0457-736-736. Or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, and we will preview the rest of round nine, which is the Eels up against the Knights tomorrow at six p.m. Broncos Rabbitohs tomorrow night at eight p.m. The Broncos, yeah, missing a couple of players, but should still be a great game. And then on Saturday, Raiders up against the Dolphins at three, Seagulls Titans at five thirty, uh, Panthers Tigers at seven thirty, and then on Sunday, the Warriors and the Roosters at two, Dragons and the Bulldogs at five past four. We'll preview the rest of those games with Charlie Goodsir tomorrow morning on the show. But your thoughts on who's going to win tonight? Score prediction? You can give me a reason as to what's going to happen as well. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number, or you can uh, call the open line on one three hundred. 1170. All right, some of the news of the day. Um, and it has been dominated, hasn't it, really, over the past 36 hours. About two topics, really. Victor Radley um, and this one, Jack Wyden, who we didn't... Oh, but when it was first announced that Jack Wyden was thinking about leaving the Raiders or looking at his uh, options, I don't think anyone said South Sydney straight away. All the talk was about the Dolphins wasn't it? But Souths had, have confirmed, as you would have heard over the last 24 or so hours, that Jack Whiten will join the club next season on a four-year deal, uh, revealing 
the Rabbitohs' indigenous heritage played a decisive role in convincing the New South Wales and Australian back to move to Redfern. He's a seven-time Indigenous All-Stars, or not move back to Redfern, but back to move to Redfern. Widen, a seven-time Indigenous All-Star, rejected more lucrative offers from Canberra and the Dolphins to commit his future to Souths, where we know he'll play alongside good mates Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker and Cam Murray. Uh, Rodo's head of football, Mark Allison, said South Sydney's respect and recognition for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people uh, and causes uh, were key, it was a key to convincing Whiten that his future lay with the Rabbitohs. He said, Jack Whiten is one of the elite players in our competition, and it is wonderful to be able to add him to our squad for the following four seasons. He has shown both at the Raiders and in representative teams that he can excel at any level. In our discussions with him over the past few weeks, and in his performances on the field over the past decade, he has shown that he, he will add great value to our team on the park and to our club off the field. Um, and he went on uh, to continue saying along those following lines. Now, four-year deal, and I'll get to what Ricky Stewart said in a second, but four-year deal for Jack Wyden and the Rabbitohs. Good on him and well done to South Sydney. But I have seen on social media, and I think there was an article about it on the Telegraph or uh, one of the websites about the comparison between Jack White and, and Adam Reynolds. Now, Adam Reynolds, and I'm look, I'm sure Adam Reynolds is enjoying his time at Brisbane. They're playing good footy. That if they keep playing like they have been, they will end up. Um, well, they'll, they'll end up being potentially premiership winners. They're definitely premiership contenders if they can keep that form up. But surely as Adam Reynolds wakes up this morning and over the past 48 hours, he must wonder what happened to him at South Sydney. Now, he was a South Sydney legend. Now, whether they made the right call in terms of Adam Reynolds or not, it's probably not the question here because, look, Lachlan Ilias has been playing very well for South Sydney. And I think the thought is that Wyden will go into the centres and then come into 5'8 once Cody Walker retires, but that remains to be seen. But what does Adam Reynolds think? And if you're a South Sydney fan on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, or actually any NRL fan can have an opinion on this, would you prefer Jack Wyden at 30 years of age or would you prefer to keep Adam Reynolds? Now, Adam Reynolds, I think from memory, was only asking for a three-year deal. Jack Wyden's now got a four-year deal. Similar sort of age. One moved along from the club. And one now that going there for the next four years. What do you reckon? Not so much did South Sydney make the right call in terms of the Adam Reynolds situation a couple of years ago. But if you look at it, which one would you prefer in your club right now? Doesn't even have to be two years ago. Right now, going into season 2024... Which one would you prefer to have at your club? And does Adam Reynolds have a right to be a bit annoyed? He might not be, but would he have a right to be annoyed? Who would you prefer, Reynolds or Whiten? It's an interesting choice. It's an interesting story. Um, Jack Whiten will add plenty to that South Sydney side, absolutely no doubt about it. It's a very good signing, and I don't think anyone is going to say otherwise. But um, just, yeah, it's just it's just an interesting one. Um, and I'll be happy to hear your thoughts. 0457 736 736 or open line 1300 01 1170. Now, Ricky Stewart, 
has uh, released a statement as well over the last 24 hours. Uh, he said the coach revealed, uh, has revealed the club's plan to replace Whiten, but he stated that it was unfair to fans that their biggest name player was allowed to sign with a rival club and appear wearing a South Sydney jersey in a digitally altered image in the Daily Telegraph just nine weeks into a season. So Ricky Stewart said yesterday, Jack informed the club that he would not be re-signing with the Raiders beyond this season. I want to reassure you all that the club did everything possible to keep Jack at the Raiders, and we wanted nothing more than to see him reach 300 games and become a one-club player. I want to let our loyal members and fans know that I bleed green as much as you do, and as much as it hurts today, our future is still ahead of us. And we will continue on the path we best see fit to give this club the success it deserves. As a club, we believe the current contracting system where players can sign well out from the end of their current contract is flawed. It is not fair to you, who I see as our major stakeholders, the club, and as importantly, the players. I know it would have been hard for you, our Raiders fans, because I know what the feeling was like for me to see an image of Jack in a South jersey on the back page of a Sydney paper today. What we can do is to assure you that the club will continue to invest in our successful development and pathway systems and continue to give players the opportunity to represent you and our great club like so many have done over the last 40-plus years. Um, and he also said, I personally wrote rest of my drive to make this club successful for you. Um, his point around the current contracting system, and I know we've had this chat before, does something need to be done about it? Now, in this case, he's not wear actually wearing a South Sydney New Jersey. That was altered by the Daily Telegraph in a digital image. I don't really see that. That would have happened before. Uh, maybe not, obviously. Raiders fans probably upset about it. I don't think it would have bothered many Raiders fans seeing a digitally altered image. Does he ever point, though, about the contract system and, and how it works? Now, this one, I have to say... Compared to when you see players sign on the 2nd of November, eight, 18 months ahead of when they're going to a different club, I think that annoys fans. But we are in April. We're almost in May. Um, now, one of the proposals is to do a transfer window, is maybe bring back the June, not maybe not as it was the June 30 deadline, but make it that you cannot negotiate until around then, maybe not until after the season. Maybe there's a transfer window in the middle of the season. Um, but, and I saw talk about this on social media and on Twitter about can we do anything to change it? No, look, I don't think any system is going to be perfect. But does he have a point around the current contracting system? And does it prove a distraction to clubs? Look, clubs can say, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Surely at some point, and I guess it depends on who the player is and what club it is. But surely it has to prove some sort of distraction at some point. This Jack One story has been going on for the past four weeks. Before that, we had the Joseph Switley story. Now, that's slightly different because he's going to a different sport. But what do you reckon? Is there something... Is, can you propose a better way for our contract system to work? Or are you happy with this one? Is there a better way? 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, our open line number. Is there a better way for this system? What would you do? If you had to overhaul the contracting system, what would you do?
1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Does have to be said that it is all over the place, isn't it? And we do see, as I said, players sign 18 months ahead sometimes, and I think that's a bad look for the game. But this one I'm not as annoyed by, but do we need to change the system? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And finally, and I know this was the talk yesterday uh, before we take a break, Victor Radley, uh, the Roosters have elected to enter an early guilty plea in relation to the grade one careless high tackle charge on Victor Radley. As a result, Radley will receive a monetary fine of $3,000 and will be available for the Roosters clash this Sunday. Now, I was at the game. Um, I've seen replays. I still haven't seen an angle that said there was any shoulder to the head. Now, there might be different angles. But there was some talk on social media. And look, and I heard a couple of people on SEN yesterday talking about this as well, a couple of callers. I don't think um, the Roosters would have ever challenged it because if he challenged and lost, it means that he'd get two games off. But well, did he have a right to challenge? Would the Roosters have had a right to challenge that? And if he had challenged it, do you think he would have got off? be an interesting one. Um, as I said, I, I was very surprised. I was surprised at the time. I, I, from all the replays I've seen, I'm still surprised that he was sitting binned. Um, and you, there's been talk, and I know uh, it was talk yesterday, uh, what Trent Robinson, James Adesco, Victor Radley himself said after the game yesterday, uh, on Tuesday. But do you think the Roosters would have won if they had challenged that call? Or do you think it was the right call? I know a couple of people, I heard Chris from Rose Bay, one of our loyal listeners here to SEN, ring up uh, Matty White saying uh, that it was fair enough. What do you reckon? Would he have been able to potentially not have to pay that $3,000 fine? 0457 736 736 or one 1170 So that's just some of what's on our agenda on this Thursday morning. Just checking the football for you. And Man City have got a goal after 18 minutes. Goal in the seventh minute. So it is now Man City 1, leading Arsenal 0. Arsenal fans, if they weren't nervous beforehand, will be getting very nervous. Man City 1, Arsenal 0. 18 minutes gone. Uh, elsewhere, uh, almost half time. It's Brighton 1 leading Nottingham Forest nil. Chelsea and Brentford are nil all after 33 minutes. And Liverpool have equalised against, against West Ham. Also after 33 minutes, 1 all. But Man City 1 leading Arsenal nil. 0457-736-736-01300-01-1170. Any Arsenal fans listening and watching the game this morning? A little nervous, I would say. Uh, plus, your score predictions for the Rugby League tonight. Round nine of the NRL. Who's going to win? What's going to be the score? Cronulla up against the North Queensland Cowboys. As I said, I'm leaning towards the Cowboys. Jack Wyden, South Sydney. Good signing for South Sydney. But it still makes you scratch your head a little bit about why they let Adam Reynolds go. If you were a CEO of a club right now, who would you want more, Adam Reynolds or Jack Wyden? Reynolds, I think, a year older. But which one would you prefer in your club right now? And that's not to say it's sort of good signing for South Sydney, but I'd just be intrigued to hear what you had to say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. And Ricky Stewart coming out slamming the current contract system. 
Is there a better way to do it? And if so, what would be your way? What would be your idea to fix the current contract system? one 1170 or 457 There's some text there. We'll get to them. We'll also update you again with the EPL on the other side of the break. And we will talk to Chris Perkins from America. one 1170 or 457 We'll take a break. Come back with more. At 21 past five, you're listening to Traddy's News in a Nutshell. Yes, to Chris Perkins in just a second in America. Here's a text from Brett. Says, morning, Dan. Cronulla by 14. Asking for your predictions tonight. Score prediction and who's going to win. Cronulla by 14. 32 points to 18. Because Cowboys are Sharks' favourite to... Uh, sorry, because boys... A boy cows are sharks. Okay, because boy cows are sharks' favourite to eat, especially after what happened last year to them. I think that kind of makes sense. I know what you're talking about, anyway, Brett. Uh, first week of the finals, wasn't it? Uh, was it a Valentine Holmes field goal? Uh, you, uh, yeah. Very, very spot on. Thank you, uh, Brett. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. Let's go to the open line. Jamie is there from Brisbane. Morning to you, Jamie. G'day, mate. How are you? Yep, very well. How are you? Good, good. I've got a bit of an idea around this contract thing, and it might sound a bit silly. Yep. But I think something like a player auction... Um, in a roundabout way, could give everyone a sort of crack at these players. Like, say, if Jack White's contract is up at the end of the year, mm. you could put him to the open market if that's what he wanted to do. And the NRL could say, right, this is Jack's starting bid, giving him a value, and then sort of go from there. And I know it would probably be hard if, you know, say, Jack White wants to move back to Sydney and the Dolphins come in as the mm. highest bidder. But, I don't know, I feel like it could give the rest of the competition, uh, the competition a chance to have a crack at these good players, like 800,000 at South, 1.1 at Canberra. Mm. And he says he wants to win a premiership, but is that guaranteed at South? I don't know. Like, it's just... Well, uh, the... the... Yeah, it could... yeah, your last point about a, the premiership is an interesting one, isn't it? Look, I think... <sighs> Look, looking at it right now, Jamie, um, you look at the three teams that were mentioned, South Sydney, the Raiders and the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins, yes, they've started their uh, campaign in the NRL off in a remarkable fashion. But I suppose if you look at the three teams that um, have been mentioned, Souths probably are the most likely at the moment to win a premiership. But, Jamie, that's not to say that in a couple of years' time that there'll be other clubs, that um, maybe not the Raiders or the Dolphins, but there might be... You know, you know, you're right, he, he's a chance, but he's not guaranteed to win a premiership at all. And the other thing that I thought was a bit strange, and I mentioned at the top of the show, a four-year contract as well. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And, no, that's, and you made a point about Adam Reynolds too. Mm. Like, um, he'd, have to be, he'd have to be thinking about that. Like, yeah, it'd have to hurt a little bit, you'd imagine. Yeah, you'd have to think so, although it's, he seems to be enjoying his time at the Broncos. Are you a fan of the current way the contract system is done, or you'd like, I know you just proposed an idea then, or, but would you like it changed? Mate, I'd love it changed, because I think, like, I know the day that we're in today, like, it's a business, and, yep. and I totally get that, but I, I feel like just some clubs have a little bit, this ain't my opinion, but I feel mm. like some clubs have a bit of better backing when it comes to third party so they can mm. you know pay a player less and sort of make it up elsewhere whereas other clubs have to 
pretty much use their entire salary cap to attract these big players because they don't have that sort of sort of backing. So I feel like the contract there should be a value on these players, and I don't know. I, I, there's, there's people smarter than me that can work it out, but I just feel like all the good players seem to land at the, at the stronger clubs, and I'd love to see like an auction thing where sort of the player goes to the higher bidder and it takes the third party clean out of the equation and it just gives the whole competition a crack at some of these good players, you know, like, it'd yeah. be, yeah, there's got to be a way to sort it out. Yeah, not a bad idea, I suppose, as you say, probably the flaw would be if a player wants to move to, say, Queensland instead of Sydney or vice versa, then that might be a bit of an issue, but it's an idea and we're all about ideas here on SEN. Thank you uh, for the call, mate. Call any time. Thanks, mate. And you can join Jamie on the open line anytime to have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or you can text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Just before we get to Chris Perkins, this from Dan. He says, "Morning, Dan. The only way it'll be fair is if we have two transfer windows. Transfer windows. So day after the grand final rookie draft, and it's an open trade window till the start of the season. During this period, there will as well. Then during rep month." So say mid-May to mid-June, another trade window. Well, yes, I know that's what a lot of people have been proposing, trade windows. Um, And I think that might be the way, might not be this year, but I think it might be the way we end up at some point. It might not be for a while, but at some point down the line. uh, I do think at the end of the day, look, Jack Wyden's fully entitled to sign whenever he wants. He's not doing anything uh, outside of the rules that are there at the moment. Um, But... I have more of an issue in players signing 18 months ahead. Um, Dan, good text. And I I agree with you. Look, I think a couple of trade windows might be the way to go. EPL, uh, let's have a look at how Man City are travelling against Arsenal. They're still leading. 30 minutes gone. It's 1-0 Man City up against Arsenal. Halftime, Nottingham Forest uh, 1-0. Nottingham Forest and Brighton. Brentford lead Chelsea 1-0 heading to halftime there. One all between West Ham and Liverpool, but in the real big game, they're all important for different reasons, but in the really big game, Man City won. They lead Arsenal nil after half an hour. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And Chris Perkins is on the line from America. Good morning to you, Chris. Well, good morning. It should probably be 2-0 Man City. Uh, De Bruyne uh, had, a sh- had a chance, and Holland just got robbed about a minute and a half ago. It really should be about 2-0 right now. Okay, so 1-0 to Man City. We'll talk more about it with John Gallo tomorrow, but they are, yes, they are, they're just, I don't know, they're just struggling uh, a little bit. Now, uh, before we get to your topics, including in our NFL draft, uh, which sort of almost fits into what uh, we were talking about, about transfer windows and players signing elsewhere, uh, an update on this Las Vegas story, Chris, for you, that we were talking about mm-hmm. on Tuesday morning. Uh, now, and I know a lot of people might have missed our chat on Tuesday morning due to the public holiday in Anzac Day, but you said, before I actually get to the update, you said Vegas, if they're going to do it, would be a great place to do it. Yeah, it absolutely would be Vegas. I mean, it, it's it's Vegas. Yes, you, you have you have gambling, you have hotels, you have resorts. You 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 get to live life a little bit on the wild side, and for you know people who want to make a trip and have a little bit of fun, kind of a bachelor's party type feel, want to 
and catch some rugby at the same time, yeah, Vegas would be a perfect city to do it. Okay, well, uh, ARL, and we do this, by the way, our Chris, uh, Chris for Kennards Hire, heading to Kennards Hire for their two-for-one offer. ARL Commission Chair Peter Volandis uh, says he wants the Las Vegas dream, inverted commas, to be locked away within weeks after he was given, or they were given the green light by his fellow commissioners to open next season with a doubleheader in America. So Volandis has told News Corp that the commission meeting yesterday had rubber stamp plans to kick off next year in the States, with as many as four teams heading to Vegas as part of a sporting and entertainment extravaganza designed to showcase the best of the NRL. So the next step will be for, for Volandis and NRL Chief Executive Andrew Abdo to head to America a nice little holiday, uh, as they look to lock up a venue, uh, which we're hoping is which they're hoping is going to be in Las Vegas, in preparation for the launch of next season. So he said yesterday, Chris, the board has agreed to a plan to see if it can happen. We're moving forward. We will now look at all the logistics of it, but I'm pretty confident I've never seen a reaction like it. Um, he said in the next month, I'd like it finalised because you have to give people as much notice as possible if you are going to do it. So the next four weeks are crucial. Also, as we mentioned on Tuesday, potential boxing, uh, UFC bout as well. Uh, the clubs are likely to be given more details of the NRL's plans at a scheduled meeting in Brisbane next week prior to the start of Magic Round. So at the moment, Chris, it's uh, all go for this plan so far. Well, let's see if it can... If it can come together I mean, the facility would be great I mean, Allegiant Stadium I call mm. it the Death Star because that's what it looks like uh, it's a great facility and again the city knows how to handle big events they're going to be hosting the Super Bowl next year uh, they've got hotel mm. rooms galore it, it's a it's a great destination uh, resort tourist city visitors uh, from the world over come to Vegas so it won't have any problem handling it yeah, and that would only be a couple of weeks after that Super Bowl as well. I think Super Bowl Feb 12 from memory. So, yes, very, very mm -hmm. interesting. All right, speaking of the NFL, what is uh, the latest there? Well, uh, uh, speaking of a fan base is booking trips to Las Vegas mm. for February, uh, the New York Jets, yes. uh, uh, their fans may be booking travel right now mm. uh, because – they got their man. Yep. And, we, and it broke their quarterback. And it broke just after we spoke as well on Tuesday morning. I, I was a little bit annoyed by that. <laughs> Jets need to work on that. The Jets yes. The yes. Should be thinking of us here at SCN. Yes. 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 Go on. They, they could have timed this much better. Correct. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the New York Jets from the Green Bay Packers. It, it was a blockbuster trade to say the least. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. The Packers' first-round pick this year, a fifth-round pick this year. In exchange, the Packers get back from the Jets the Jets' first-round pick, so they swap places. Uh, the Packers go from 15 to 13 in the first round. Uh, they get uh, the one of the Jets' second-round picks. They get a sixth-round pick, and they get a conditional pick next year in the draft. Right now, it's a second-round pick. At, at minimum, it'll be a second-round pick. But if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the offensive snaps for the, the New York Jets this coming season, that upgrades to a 2024 first-round draft pick. So uh, the 65%, that's about 12 games. So shouldn't be all that hard except, you know, except in the case of a catastrophic injury for, to Aaron Rodgers. So uh, a, a big price. There's not a lot of protection for the Jets. 
but they, uh, in terms of uh, whether he plays more than one year uh, in, in New York, but it, it's a win-now move by the New York Jets. They feel they have the defense. They had the defense last year to make a playoff run. Had their quarterback play lived up to mediocre standards. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is a significant upgrade from mediocre. He is a lot better than that. So they feel that they, they have the, the weapons on offense, the mm. receivers, the running back. They just were missing a quarterback that, to get them over the top. Ken they Heat. feel they've got it now, yeah. and they're contenders. So, Ken Heat, do you think the signing of Aaron Rodgers could see them go all the way? Well, I'll tell you. Take a look. Let me, let me read you a list of names here, okay? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, Trevor Lawrence. Those eight names I read off to you, they are starting quarterbacks in the, air, in the AFC. There are only seven playoff spots in the AFC. Mm. Okay? Mm. So at least one person on this list that I just read, mm. they're going to be at home in January watching football instead of playing it. My point is the AFC is loaded with quarterback talent, mm. absolutely loaded from, from one to eight. All eight of these guys are good to great to elite, and, and most of them great to elite. Aaron Rodgers goes into New York. He improves the Jets. He doesn't make them the odds-on favorite just be, in the AFC just because there is so much talent at the quarterback position and so many great teams that you have to go through to win the AFC and get to the Super Bowl. It's not going to be easy. Yes, the Jets can do it, but they they have work they still have to do, and they're going to have to get some luck, too, yeah. like everybody else. Yeah, going to be very, very interesting indeed. Any other news floating around that we need to know about? Uh, NFL draft, it starts tomorrow night in Kansas City. Uh, Carolina on the clock, expected to take Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, uh, number one overall. The drama will start with pick number two. It's held by Houston. They need a quarterback, and this is a quarterback-heavy draft. There's a lot of good quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Uh, C.J. Stroud has been, of Ohio State has been thought to be the leading candidate to be the number two pick. Some names have been floating around in, in other directions. Uh, name another quarterback, Anthony Richardson out of Florida, Will Levis out of Kentucky. I uh, thought maybe Houston's going to go with one of those guys, or maybe even they'll go defense with that number two pick uh, and, and take Will Anderson, uh, an edge rusher out of Alabama, with, with the second overall pick. It's going to be an interesting uh, – the, the, like I said, the drama is going to start with pick number two. Houston may trade out of that spot and get additional draft capital to, to somebody else who wants a quarterback at the, at the top of the draft and is willing to pay for it. We don't know, and we really won't find out until Thursday when uh, Commissioner Goodell steps to the podium. Yep, going to be very, very interesting indeed. Now, uh, I want to break some news to you, uh, Chris, that uh, I asked you on Tuesday morning for your tips for the two NRL Anzac Day games. You went Roosters, and you went Storm, and you got both of them right. So maybe, just maybe, you are the new tipping expert of NRL for all our listeners. Uh, I would not count on that. I have a saying on, on overnight, uh, please gamble responsibly. And if you're following my advice, you're not gambling responsibly. 
Yes. So I will leave it at that. Yes, correct. Now uh, me hitting me hitting two me hitting two on on Tuesday. That is ultimate proof that a blind pig does in fact occasionally find an acorn. Well, I'm going to give you another shot tonight. Uh, Seven fifty. Okay. You'll hear it here on SCN as well. Uh, we start round nine. Cronulla Sharks or the North Queensland Cowboys, Chris? Here we go. Let everyone get their pen and paper out. Cronulla or North Queensland Cowboys? Oh. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to say a shark eats a cowboy, so I'm going to take the shark. There you go. So you are tipping the sharks, as am I, actually. <laughs> uh, not for that reason, but I'm tipping the sharks. All right, let's see. Let's see when we talk again on Monday morning, we'll get back to normal next week, uh, whether the sharks uh, are your tip and whether they get up, because you could be. Uh, look, if you get this right, we might have to do tips with you every uh, game of the round, but let's just see. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Uh, so Chris Perkins, Sharks. Thank, thank you, mate. Very good stuff. I uh, will chat again on Monday morning, um, and we'll go through what was will be another big weekend of sport in America, and I'm sure a lot of news. Yes, a lot of draft news. We'll we'll recap it all on Monday. Have a have a good day. Have a good weekend as well. Thank you, mate. Chris Perkins on the line from America, and we will chat with him again on Friday. All your texts coming up after the break, just quickly uh, in terms of the EPL. 40 minutes gone now. Still Man City 1 leading Arsenal 0. Halftime Brentford 1 over Chelsea 0. Halftime West Ham Liverpool 1 all. And 52 minutes gone between Nottingham Forest and Brighton. And it is 1 all Nottingham Forest and Brighton. All your texts after this. It is 18 minutes to 6. This is Trades News in a nutshell. It is 14 to 6. All right, to your Text. Uh, Yeovil Treeman says, Hi, Dan. Sharks forward pack to get on top and allow Nico Hines to outplay ex-shark Chad Townsend for a win at 24 points to 14. That from the Yeovil Treeman. Yes, that it will be look, it'll be interesting game. As I say, I, I am leaning towards the Sharks. I think they should be too good at home. We saw what they can do against the Roosters. But then if you think about a couple of weeks back after that, before that, uh, they did lose to the Warriors after winning the leading 20-0 at home. So you just don't know. You, you don't know. But, look, I think I think the Sharks should have too much for the Cowboys. Um, this one, do the Raiders realise they have dodged a massive, massive bullet here? By the time uh, Jack White in contracts ends, he'll almost be 35. In my opinion, he'll be medically retired before his contract ends. That one from Dan. Well, yes, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I do think... And this is nothing against Jack Wyden, who's been a very good player for many, many years and still is a good player. I do think a four-year contract for someone who's, what, 30, 31? Um, it's a, look, it's a, you're rolling the dice. Now, he could go to South Sydney and help them win a competition, maybe a couple of competitions. It could play out like that could be the best signing, one of the best signings they've ever made. But it could also go the other way. It's interesting to see. Um, I think, Dan, you make a valid point. Look, four years? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, good luck to him. Uh, this from, uh, and them, this from the Greenkeeping Rooster. Morning, Dan. The Radley decision on Tuesday was a poor one. And the only reason I feel that the match review committee gave Radley such a low grading was to justify the action of the game day officials. That from the Greenkeeping Rooster. There was that line of thinking, wasn't there, uh, when we saw the charge sheet come out yesterday. Uh, and the Roosters have elected to just put in the early play, as you'd expect them to do. $3,000 fine, but if they had gone to the judiciary and fought it, uh, it could have been a two-week ban. So they had no option, really, but to take the $3,000 
Fine. Uh, this one as well uh, from Jason. Dan, I think the Melbourne Storm should meet with Melbourne-based rugby union clubs and encourage them to defect to rugby league and increase NRL stronghold in Melbourne. Melbourne Rebels are not sponsoring rugby union clubs in Melbourne due to the Rebels being in the red. I uh, wasn't aware of that, Jason. But, yes, uh, anything that can uh, help the Storm grow in rugby league uh, in Melbourne uh, is a yes from me, 100%. Uh, no issue. Uh, with that, uh, Bob Rockdale, I did get your text, but unfortunately I only got half your text. I want to read it out, but uh, just a bit of an issue with our system. But thank you for texting in. If it comes through in the next ad break, I will uh, read that out. More text coming through as well. 0457 736 736, or you can call 1300 1170 46 minutes, oh, sorry, into the fourth minute of entry time between Man City and Arsenal. It's Man City 1 leading Arsenal nil. We'll go through all the other scores and the rest of your texts in just a sec. Yes, good to be with you. Uh, now, just as we went to the break, Man City have got another goal. So half time now, it's Man City 2 leading Arsenal nil. Crucial scoreline, crucial match, and Man City at the moment dominating. 2-0 over Arsenal. Else, and speaking to John Gallo, uh, who is watching the game, our EPL expert, will join me tomorrow morning. Uh, Man City totally dominating Arsenal uh, at the moment. Uh, other, other games, man, uh, sorry, Nottingham Forest and Brighton won all after 64 minutes. Brentford lead Chelsea 1-0 after 52 minutes. West Ham and Liverpool won all after 51 minutes. The breakfast shows to keep you up to date with that. Will on the text line says, Re-Ricky Stewart, he didn't have anything to say when all the other teams had signed players even earlier. Um, Herbie Farnworth and Tom Flegler to the Dolphins. He actually threw his hat in the ring to get them. Double standards. Yes, he only shouts when it suits him and always a fighting shout. Never a well done to the NRL. He also thinks North Queensland beat Cronulla 32 points to 18. 30 point, 32 points to 18. Um, and this one from Steve the Colleton Bulldogs says, Morning, Dan. Read Jack signing. The other view is some clubs tell players with a year to go on their contracts they won't be re-signed. So they're doing exactly the same thing. Plus now Jack and his family need to find a place to live and schools, etc. This just doesn't happen straight away. As they say, happy wife, happy life. So his partner needs to find a place she loves. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Steve. The Colleton Bulldog. And this one, Jack Wyden. End of the day, it's, his jo it's a job. Everybody gets poached or finds a better job. He gets paid to do a job. I'd go and work with mates as well. Thank you for that text. Um, and this one from the Maltese Mailman. The best thing about Canberra is the road out of it to Sydney. And that is where we will leave it today. Breakfast coming up after the news at 6am. I'll be back for the final show of the week tomorrow from 5. Have a great Thursday. Stay.